In the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. Today is the last Sunday of Pentecost, the Sunday observed each year as the Feast of Christ the King. It's a feast day that the Oxford Dictionary of the Christian Church defines as a celebration of the all-embracing authority of Christ, which shall lead mankind to the peace of Christ in the kingdom of Christ. Let me say that again. It's a feast day that commemorates the celebration of the all-embracing authority of Christ, which shall lead mankind to seek the peace of Christ in the kingdom of Christ. The image we have when we think of Christ the King is not at all what the prevailing thought would have been about the Christ or the Messiah at the time. People in Jesus' day had a quite different vision of what that Messiah might be. Israel was an occupied country. They had been conquered by the Roman Empire and the authority of a mighty foreign power ruled over the people of Israel. The scriptures had told the Jews to expect a Messiah who would free them and rule over them in glory. They had come to expect that the Messiah would be a military leader, a mighty warrior who would lead them into battle to expel the Romans that occupied their country. Their expectation was that this Messiah would come, the Roman army would be crushed, and the land of their forebears would be returned to them. And the Roman authorities probably had much the same expectation that the Messiah that the Jews expected would be someone that would lead some sort of military insurrection. So it's no wonder that those witnessing Jesus' crucifixion mocked him when they said, he saved others, let him save himself if he is the Messiah of God, his chosen one. How could this man be the Messiah that they had sought? This man had been a carpenter, an itinerant preacher. He carried no weapons. And instead of an army, he was followed by a ragtag band of fishermen and tax collectors. Ordinary men, certainly not a group to be feared. And now, he hung on a cross as a common criminal. He certainly was not someone that they should be afraid of. Even the soldiers mocked him saying, if you're the king of the Jews, save yourself. Even the criminals looked at him and said, are you not the Messiah? Save yourself and us. The Jews and even the Roman officials were looking for someone to come with great power to overthrow and to conquer. Instead, they got Jesus, a man who had simply said that he came to testify to the truth. 
And what was that truth? The truth that Jesus came to proclaim was the same truth that God had been trying to convey to his people since the very beginning of time. Jesus came to proclaim the total and unconditional love of God for the people of God. The all-embracing authority mentioned in our dictionary definition for this feast day is the authority of love. The authority of Christ the King is found in one who loves us to the extent that he was even willing to be humiliated, to suffer, and to die for us, to testify to that truth. Right now, as much as in any time in history, people everywhere are searching for a new authority for their lives. In the face of sometimes extreme evil, people are realizing their need for the authority of God's love in their lives. People are finding that they have a deep longing for relationship, for meaning, for purpose. It's our responsibility to invite them to find the authority that will conquer the fear and the desperation of their lives. Throughout history, we human beings have tried to exercise authority over one another. We want to have control over others, to have power, to exert our kingship and our dominion. In Jesus, Christ the King, we discover the truth of the God of love. God does not call us to continue to attempt to dominate one another. God calls us instead to try to understand one another, to accept and to even celebrate our differences, to reach out to those less fortunate than ourselves, to help those that we encounter to discover the love of Jesus Christ. Living under the kingship of Jesus does not mean that we will never disagree, nor does it mean that, uh, that we will never have to have some people that have to exercise some earthly authority. However, the authority of Christ's love should be the filter through which all our earthly authority should flow. Surrendering to the kingship of Jesus Christ is never easy. It means giving ourselves over to his service. It means putting the love of God first and foremost in our lives. It means giving the needs and desires of our neighbor at least as much emphasis as we give to our own needs. Fortunately for us, Jesus does not call us to sacrifice as much as he was willing to give. Christ our King lived and died as one of us so that God could experience firsthand the true nature of what it is to be human and 
that we might realize the true nature of God's love for us. Who is king of your life? How do you proclaim what is really important to you? This morning, we will ask God to bless a covenantal relationship between Marilyn King and Sturgis Bryan.